Did somebody say cannibalism? Wait, 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 wait. What did I hear? Michael, make sure you mention the cannibalism tonight. What's that on your tongue? He's getting to business now. Wow. All right. <laughs> We're going to have ourselves an adventure. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, my God. Bring some snacks. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us under the library. We're playing Call of Cthulhu. It's homebrewed and unedited. We're doing things a little bit different this week because a bunch of us are going to be gone next week. We're not going to be able to record a show. So rather than taking a week off, we're going to record two episodes tonight. One before the break, one after the break, and then we're going to release the second one next week so that you folks don't miss a week of content. And speaking of you folks, if you would like to support what we do here, there's two ways you can do that. You can head over to DriveThruRPG and pick up a copy of The Snake's Oil, our module, which takes place in Season 1 with Season 1 characters written by our very own Keeper, obviously with some contribution from us. And the other way you can support us is to head over to Patreon.com slash UnderTheLibrary. With that out of the way, we'll get rolling. My name's Arthur. I'm playing Franny. We have a full house again tonight. I am joined by Emily as Joe, Chris as Boone, Scott as Culligan, Rain as Wayne as Rutherford, and Rick as Bello. And as always, our amazing keeper is that guy over there, Michael. Michael, the show is all yours. Hey, cool. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Under the Library is a tabletop RPG set in the world of Call of Cthulhu. We feature mature themes played by immature people. That's all of us. So if salami flavored underwear doesn't make you throw up in your mouth a little bit, you're probably okay to join us tonight. And with that, I'll turn it over to Emily for last week's episode. Mm, thanks for that, Michael. No, so. no, no thanks for that. <laughs> no thanks for that whatsoever. So last week as we began, Cully is sobbing inconsolable because he thought of Richard like a father and had been imagining his life with Richard in it. Joe tries to comfort him, but at the same time, she is also drawn back into the daydream that formed around her as she read the passage from her journal, her stolen journal. At the same time, inside, Rutherford searches the body, searches Richard's body, and finds a small rectangle sewn into the breast of the jacket. He is able to get it out from between the layers of the coat, and he realizes that he's pretty sure it's a small camera with one exposure. He knows that he wants to find Cully to find the dark room and try to expose this image and see if it holds any clues. Bello, at the same time, helps Rutherford out of the room. His eye at this point is swollen shut and he has a weird vision of Bello as Betty Lou, the lady Joe met in the lobby of the theater with her root beer float. Um, we'll see perhaps why that happened later. Branny is still examining the filaments in the body the clean sample she has in her jar is clearly shriveling and the samples that are still connected seem to be fine. So she takes a sample with a chunk of flesh along with it. Outside, Joe continues to try to comfort Cully and ends up sharing the passage from the book that she read because she thought it might bring him some calm and peace. 
tries to convince him that he still has options in his life, in his future. They head back inside and they're lucky for Kali's sake to miss the bloody footprints and other signs of the tragedy. At this point, we cut to Boone. And remember, Boone had blown up the chicken mobile, after which he started to hitchhike to Santa Fe with Fred Durskin, a salesman selling Bosco medical equipment. Fred also tried to sell him on some goods. And eventually he hops a train from Santa Fe to Albuquerque, but jumps off in the middle to go to his family's farm, his mother's farm. Um, This is around 10 p.m. He walks about 20 minutes to get there. So it's night, but it's not too late. The house is dark. He taps on his brother's window and we meet Duke. Duke calls Boone Johnny. He gives him $10, smelly ones from his shoe, because Duke doesn't have a lot of discretionary spending money living at home with mother. Boone lifts him out of the window. We realize that Duke may not be entirely mobile. He moves him in a wagon to the barn because he wants him to work on their dad's old car. He has quite a talent with mechanical things. And the uh, two brothers have a lengthy exchange as they're working on the car, the doodlebug in the barn that brings out some latent guilt in Boone. Duke is stuck at home. Boone has been away. He promises to come back for the pie festival in two weeks, which he called Pie Town. And it's an actual place, Pie Town, New Mexico. Well, I just learned something. And it's an actual, they have an annual pie festival. They have since the 1800s. Go to Pie Town. (laughs) I do my research. That's amazing. I I would never doubt it. Um, So he promises to come back and eventually he and Duke can go traveling. But for now, the car is done. And as it starts, it wakes Ma. Boone hops in and drives away, leaving Duke to push himself back to the house in the wagon. He is overcome with guilt but he does not want to talk with his mother. So back to the house. He does want to find a drink, though. Oh, he really does. He cries. He wants a drink. He's driving the doodlebug. Rutherford finds Cully and wants him, of course, to help with the dark room with with the picture, the camera. And they strike a deal of sorts because Cully is only willing to help if it is a path to find the people who killed Richard. And Joe, of course, supports him in this and says that she will help him and make sure that they're on that path with everything that they're doing. We are not sure if Rutherford and Cully are on the same page, but Rutherford certainly wants to take down the great conspiracy that is forming in the facility. As we ended last week, Franny came out holding the jar with the brain sample and the filament and says, I have a clue right here in response to the to the uh, mention of clues in the conversation. That was our week. Uh-oh. There you go. A little extra. A little extra yep. never hurt yep. anybody. Yep. Yeah, there we go. That was I, just a bonus. Yep. Can I just ask, can season three be centered in Plentywood, Montana? Is that is that, is that okay? <laughs> Gee, why, well, why would you? Starting the evening. Were you just look? Were you just looking up weird places? Yeah, yeah. In America, and that's actually a pretty mundane one. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and and uh, Rick, you should know that just because you asked, the answer is no. Yeah. Because <laughs> because I don't want to see your lumberjack character that uh, gets created for Bloodywood, Montana. That is the right answer. He's Michael. actually he's actually the town's mascot. Uh, so he. Uh... Oh my god. Yeah. All right. We're already gone. Does he wear path, a beaver but... beaver costume? We can keep going. Can is keep it, going. is it next to the town of Bendover? <laughs> Where should we start oh. this week? We have an hour. All right, 30 <laughs> seconds in, we're already off the rails. Excellent. Okay. Thanks, Rick. So uh, as we, yes, as we plummet off the rails, it's nighttime, <laughs> right? Like uh, Cully and Rutherford have been in the dark room. Is that right? Franny's uh, got her brain. No, we've we actually gotten yet. in the dark room. Should we play oh, out the dark room? Okay. What's that? We should play out the dark room. Who knows what would happen in the dark room? <laughs> I... I uh, <laughs> wow all right and, no what if the and, picture gets ruined what if they use the wrong chemical not everything has to be dirty michael <laughs> michael you really got thrown off there for a second didn't you yeah i mean yeah <laughs> thanks it sounds like you and rick just conspired to like stick a stick of dynamite so right sorry. under my keeper chair tonight oh i'm sorry you're not sorry you shouldn't no, be sorry. I'm not sorry okay it is nighttime though it's you late. got that part right <laughs> yes, I'm close. Uh, Boone's a little far ahead in time, if I remember correctly, mm -hmm. right? He hit the road uh, well into the morning. So yeah. we're uh, time shifting back to the house or we were at the house. So let's finish up that a little bit then. And who wants to who wants to take it away? Okay. Well, didn't you say so that me yelling that I had a clue was was an important thing to, to end on? Because, you know, I did come out with a piece of brain in a jar. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I just clip. said it was a really nice visual, oh, but okay. it was a really beautiful visual to okay. kind of end on. You just thing. wanted to torture Scott a little bit, play yeah. this out. <laughs> For what bit. it's worth, Cully, when you say that, Cully's not looking at you. Like okay. I'm sort of turning my back a little bit because I, I not that I don't think Cully could actually handle it because he's harder edged than you're giving him credit for, Michael. But he, he just. He's he wants to get downstairs. He wants to show Rutherford where the dark room is. Like he's 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 getting to business now. I gave Cully a lot of credit last week. He was in some pretty dire situations, and I stuck up for his emotional defenses, big You're, time. Big we just time. don't give Scott any credit. Well, yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Cully but, gets infinitely more credit than I do. <laughs> but Richard's brain in a jar—that might be, you know, it's a little, yeah. yeah. I'll roll if you want me to roll. To roll on that? Would you be able to tell? Uh, maybe Rick yeah, could what it is. Would you, would you be able to tell that it was yeah. a brain just by a cube of it? Yeah. Would Would a teenager in the early forties yeah. be able to tell that it was a brain? No, that's okay. I'll I'll give Scott and Cully a pass this week. So, Cully, <laughs> right. where do you where do you want right, to so go? Rutherford, Rutherford, we've killed come on. your best friend. Yeah, Rutherford, come on. Let's let's get to the. Basement, I'll show you where the dark room is. I would know what to do in there, but I'm guessing a smart guy like you can figure it out. Well, R R Rutherford's a, a chemist, so yes, I was going to say he should be able to, to figure out a few chemicals with some silver nitrate stuffy, and let me find his sheet. All right, so as he's doing that, we'll, we'll start walking downstairs, and you sort of go around, and, you know, it's a nice winding set of stairs, and then you get, you know, with a landing and you get downstairs and it's a very big, expansive basement. And the place where I stay is sort of it's got its own entrance and 
it's you know it, a nice bed um and it's it's really raised off the floor and there's a nightstand there's a lamp like it's actually a really nice setup and there's a door on it and the door locks so you know richard really gave i wish you had told us that from the get-go because you were describing it as a pallet Oh, and I was figuring like a straw mat on the oh, floor no. yeah. in the basement. <laughs> it was no. a solid world of discomfort. It, and the Berber is just it, nice and it complements yeah. the base so, so well. And it's yeah. it's a really so it's it's a space that, you know, what I could say is as I'm walking by, like Kali is just looking like I'm about to lose my home. Like he's his he's just downcast. And he's just like it's 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 over there, Rutherford. And I'm probably when uh, Rutherford when he it's not the best psychology stuff like that. Would Rutherford pick up on uh, Kakali's emotional? I'm gonna theme? say I. You can really roll on it if you want to fight for this, but I'm gonna say Rutherford's pretty focused at the moment. I think yeah. Rutherford's gonna want to get to the bottom of what's in his hands. Like I think. Yeah. It, he might be a little bit concerned about Cully, but you're a. This is this is bigger business for you. I, 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 I unless you have that. a different argument. Un- unless you have a different argument for Rutherford's personality. Um, I, I was gonna say under in an extreme s- situation, and then I was gonna say it actually just dawned on me now. Coming down the st- stairs, Rutherford would have seen this room, and perhaps. Even Kali would have stuttered, you know, for a minute, stopped for a second in front of his door before reaching for the handle, and maybe his body slouched a little bit. And I'm thinking Rutherford then would have captured a, a sense of it because he's going through a little bit of the same thing. He lost his long time for friend, and maybe there would be a little mirror there. So I'm gonna, act, yeah, ask for a, a shot at a. A role he has terrible I, psychology I, I like that argument that's a good argument i i didn't give you enough emotional credit and so i was going to say it could be a, a rutherford you know just a thing where it derails him from what he's looking for i i guess we'll just do a roll and if it's particularly low we'll go with it holy crap it's a five all right then you go you got the you got the lead you take the narrative buddy wow this is un this is un, unbelievable for, for rutherford so yeah, Rutherford is going to say maybe there's a maybe there's a photo down there somewhere that that sets you off. Like as you walk down it, maybe you see a photo that just like really pulls at your memory there. So Rutherford sees two photos going down the stairs. He sees a photo of the old that Richard kept on the wall because upstairs Richard had his more ornate artwork and such like that. But going down like a, a lot of basements, you have your mementos and things that you don't put on display. And there was one of, of the college days of just of this, the college that, that they went to. And there's a picture of Richard with this smile, getting out of a, getting out of an old vehicle with a bag in hand, you know, arriving at school and the excitement and it was just kind of he was had this look look back towards the camera and this grin of excitement of going off on an adventure the great and are really quickly are you stopped in front of that photo and that rutherford would have stopped come down the stairs that would have caught him that's what would have stopped him he caught it caught the corner of the open and and good (laughs) and he would have turned and seen that photo and a pang would have went through him because the the sense of loss which he hasn't hasn't hit him yet. Um, and so and really quickly. So when I see you, stat, so I'm going to go up to you and I'm going to say, Rutherford, he 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 took that photo out when I moved in 
down here so that it would encourage me to go to college. And he used to tell me all about your college days together and everything that he learned. And he was, he was trying his hardest to get me to be a better student so that I could follow him to college. And at that, Rutherford's kind of stuck for a moment and doesn't know what to say. And Rutherford has a, a bit of oddly emotion in him, in which I even feel now myself. And Rutherford just turns to uh, Cully and can't say anything else, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. Hmm. And then takes a couple more steps and then sees a second picture. And the next picture is actually of R Richard, our, our host, and Cully. And they were on an, an outing in the uh, in in town, just going down the street, and there was a photograph taken of them on 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 the streets. They were going for, you know, to to the local to the local soda shop to get to get perhaps a nice you know ice cream soda and something like that. And he sees that one, and he sees the correlation between the two that Richard had the this wall that he put special people on and special remembrances, and Rutherford is overtaken with it. And his emotion wells up and he says to Cully, he says, says, I don't know what I can do, but if I can get you to college someday, I, I, I'd love to help you do that. I, I know some people. Uh, once we get through this, I, I can write some letters and get you into a college that I went to and Richard went to. Well, thank you, Rutherford. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that anymore. It, that's something Richard wanted for me, but I... I I can't pay for college. I can't, no one in the Straits goes to college. I, I don't know if it's going to happen. He says, that, that's not important to think about the payment. If Richard had faith in you that you could, could do it, I, I believe you could do it because he, he's not, he's, he's an incredibly smart man and he's not often wrong. I'm going to be behind you in this. And I know people that could probably get you in uh, without charging you. This is going to happen. But first, we have work in front of us to do. So let's go to this dark room and see what's on this camera as right. our first and, step. You know, Kale, for what it's worth, he's, he's, you're seeing something in his face because he was sort of convinced that it was over. Um, and he's, he's yeah, I, still, I still miss Richard. I, I, I can't imagine it's, what it's going to be like without him. But Rutherford, that's the first thing that's made me feel like maybe my future's not lost. Between you and Joe, maybe maybe there's hope. He says, for, "But the for, for first thing, Cully, is we need to get we need to get uh, the story behind what happened to to uh, Richard and equal the tables with the people who did this to him. We need to find those people who pushed him into the car and and have your satisfaction." Yeah, we'll have it. So, um, so I'm not going to go in the room with you. Cause I'm worried that I'm going to break something. So, you know, I don't know. And I'll like, Joe, did you come downstairs with us? I didn't. Okay. All right. So it's a, you it's a pretty tight you? space too. Huh? It's a, it's a pretty tight space anyway, as dark rooms go. I okay. mean, it's not, so it, there's it's not, not really it's, meant for a bunch of, yeah. Cully yeah. wouldn't know. So I'm going to say Rutherford, do you need someone to help you? Do you want me to go see if there's someone else that, or is, is this just one person? And he goes, my, my, my eye isn't very good, I, but I think I could manage in, in there. Just make sure the door stays sh shut and no one comes down into it. And I should be able to, 
to, to handle the, a, a dark room. I've been in them many times. All right. And let's make sure Bello does not help you. For those not no watching YouTube, what. Bello is miming that he would like to volunteer to help pick in the me, dark room. Me. No matter what. All right. So you go in, in the room and I'm just going to sit next to the door and I, I'm just going to sort of sit guard there and I'll, I'll just be sort of sitting there, you know, with my legs crossed and just sort of looking around thinking while you're doing your thing. Okay. So, uh, uh, Rutherford will use his, his chemistry ability, which he's a chemist. So he'll go about his business in, in the dark room where he knows, he knows his way around the bottles and pans. Yeah. Just give me a quick roll on that and you can use any stat you want. I just want to know the outcome. Okay. I was going to, I'll Although, argue. I'll argue for uh, for a little extra where he has with this camera, which is a quirky camera. He has fantastic mechanical ability of seventy, and he has a chemistry of ability of seventy as well. So cool. he's he's doubly good. Yeah. Then roll. We'll we'll say you roll with advantage. And given how many beers I've had in the dark room over the years, and still managed to not mess up a roll of film, <laughs> I'm guessing you're probably okay. Same, dude. Yeah. Fascinating. We rolled a uh, a forty-one solidly in the middle. Okay. Of success. Perfect. That's great. All right. Uh, so let's cut from there while you're. We'll give you some time to get the chemicals done and get the temperatures right on the water and all of that good stuff to get the film developed. Uh, the the one thing I maybe that we'll take a moment to point out is that uh, you do take the the room or the the camera into the dark room. And it's, of course, pitch black in there. And it's an interesting contraption because as you pop the back off the camera, the film is slightly larger than you expected. Uh, huh. You expected something probably even less than 35, probably closer to like a 16 millimeter film. But it's just a little bit wider. And you can tell by running your fingers along the edge that this isn't just a commercially produced piece of film and that possibly he hand cut the piece of film himself to fit into the camera wow. um, there's a there's a little bit kind of a moment there rutherford where you're torn as you feel that because you were really really close to richard and this this camera and and its purpose we're well within your wheelhouse of both designing and crafting. Mm -hmm. And he never talked about it to you and he never showed it to you and he never asked you to build it for him. Right. And it's something that even as you're kind of feeling it in the dark, you're thinking about how you would have built it better and done mm -hmm. it differently. And there's mm -hmm. this whole kind of rise of emotion about the fact that Richard kept this camera secret from you and that he, he used it at all, um, which, you know, I think for your character would, would create just a little bit of like inner turmoil, right? It's maybe start to create those seeds of doubt of how close you actually were to Richard and anything that, else that you, yeah, go ahead. I actually already started when he realized he had his uh, secret location that we found in the wall and that was never talked of this whole other world he operated in and had no no words of and he's finding secrets on the secrets that were find found on the back of the the paintings and then everything else 
he seemed there was a whole portion of him that seemed to be in a compartment for far far away from from uh, his good friend and he and he's sensing that he kept this whole compartment away from almost everyone that's how he's explaining it to himself okay right all right so let's cut over and uh who wants to pick up then on the other end boone we're gonna wait on you it might be yeah given the short night it it might be next episode but um, yeah i'm just gonna come home and sleep on the porch while everyone else is sleeping that's what you think all right (laughs) (laughs) okay uh any of you three want to take over uh, well, I was just walking out with the with the sample, saying I've got a clue, um, and then I suppose I said, where, "Now, where where are they going?" They're looking for the dark room. Yeah, they found uh, that that Rutherford dark found room. some sort of uh, some metal contraption. Uh, I think he said it might be some sort of photography device, uh, and he uh, is heading down there. Oh, that that's terribly interesting. Uh, well, I'm going to put this in the fridge to keep it <clears throat> safe, but at some point I'm going to need to get to the lab to, to do some experimenting with this, these samples. Uh, what's what's going on up here? You said you said some sort of clue. What uh, what type of clue you, you found there, Franny? Yes, well, I found these filaments that, are, that are, seem to be coming out of his spinal column, uh, but when exposed to air, they, they shrivel up quite quickly. Uh, so I've, I've got a sample here still in his brain matter, uh, and I'd really like to find out what that is you know that's not normal right no it's certainly not it's it's quite unusual i've never seen anything like it and franny i want to give you the option right the the lab though it's not you know like a 24-hour gym there's people who run experiments all the time that Mm -hmm. require more than quote-unquote working hours Mm -hmm. and though you don't have high level access you would still have the ability you know to go there pretty much at any time, you know, if you, uh, you know, there's people who show up at all hours, basically, is all I was going to say. So I, I love that idea. Um, but would that still be the case, given the fact that there was a massive fire there just a few hours ago? So and, and good. No, totally great question. The complex itself is huge, right? Okay. And so the part that would, would be affected, and maybe that's something for you to figure out as well, but the part that would be affected would be some degree away from where you would access it. So let's say uh, that was probably a football field or two away from you know kind of where you normally enter and to do your work. Uh, given my experience and my time in this area and working for the lab, am I aware of a smaller, uh, sort of more uh, off-the-beaten-path laboratory that I might be able to access at weird hours? Is that a thing that exists or no? Uh, let's let, let's find out. Make a luck right. roll on that one. That's a, that's a curious question. I like that question. Uh, well, I don't like my dice roll. <laughs> so, that was an 82. Oh, okay. But it, not a oh, 96. Oh, no, no, no. Not, so a, not, a, not a hard I, one. I would say anything for you below a 96 is a success. But That's true. Okay. Normally, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there, there is, in fact, a lab that's kind of the ad hoc lab for experiments. But you know that uh, currently... Uh, Crystal LeBlanc was in there and doing some work on 
non-nuclear but uh, let's physics-based performance and she's really she's one of your more difficult colleagues to work with and so you're a little hesitant because if you if you went in there and ran into her it may be more trouble than it's worth okay um so you know i'd really like to uh, to get to a lab, uh, the the question is whether we'll be able to get into my my main lab with with all the shenanigans that happened there today. Uh, there is another one that I'm aware of, but man, this 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 horrible woman doing work there, and I'd really rather not run into her. Uh, we could always try going there and seeing if she's in the lab, and if not, I could go in and, and do some tests on this. The other option is we I think we've forgotten about the fact that we really need to get to. Uh, Abiquiu to try to find Richard's other home uh, because there may be a lot of good information there. Or a lab, you know, he's a scientifically minded individual, right? He may have some 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 sort of setup there. Well, uh, the other, the other, the other would be: Do you think that a veterinarian, the uh, doctor lady who uh, mended my arm that one time, may have some sort of uh, lab or, or equipment in hers that uh, at least a, a microscope or something to uh, evaluate? Uh, these sort of pieces and and it's a brain correct me if i'm wrong i've seen one or two usually much smaller maybe the size of a peanut uh but uh could could be could be uh, uh helpful there um however if you also want to go to the uh, small off the beaten path i do uh i do have a, a way of talking out of situations and distracting people so uh, we may uh we we may be able to uh Help well, I think people. if we were going to a medical facility, even a private doctor, we would have to have a very good story that doesn't involve <laughs> a, a human brain. <laughs> uh, because I, I believe that doctors may have to report things like that. I'm not 100% sure on that, and it may oh, yeah. actually start in the future, uh, but I, I think Wait. we'd have a hard time. Kelly's not there to help, but just a reminder... Isn't Bello like seriously injured? Yeah, well, that's by the point is she could take a look at my arm and use that while you're looking at her equipment. You know what I'm saying? Use that as a distraction. Ah, okay. A uh, a bellow herring, so so to speak, and uh, uh, you allow you to go back. And if they ask, you just say it's a dog's brain out of something that uh, uh, we, we what found. What about it one of those wild dogs? One of Maybe wild we dogs. caught one of those. That sounds like a plan. That sounds you like might a. Be able- he might be able to not throat punch somebody he's so injured to. <laughs> that could be helpful. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, because this like, doctor so is a woman, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, 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 the dog thing could work, although that it, if it were me, I would certainly have multiple questions to follow up on that. Uh, why there's a dog brain from one of these wild dogs? How we got it? Uh, where the rest of the dog is, things like that. Um, <laughs> so, you know, maybe I'll let you handle that that line of inquiry. Sure, uh, sure. I, I think I you might be more tail. equipped to to handle that particular situation. Uh, but I, I really would love to to take a look under a microscope at at these samples. Yeah. Uh, it, do we have a vehicle here? Does anyone know if Richard has has an extra vehicle? Well, my. <laughs> My vehicle should be just out front, uh, uh, the, the, the Barker. 
Did, did we Richard hear that driving away? Car. Yeah, you guys know Richard had a car. Oh, he did. Yeah, that's Richard, right. We, yeah, yeah. I, was, were, I was in his car. That's you were right. In it. That's yeah. right. I was thinking about an extra car if we were all going to Abiquiu, um, because we wouldn't all fit in that one car, unless it was some sort of Harry Potter. No, thing. the Ford fifteen passenger has not come into existence at this time. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we would need to find another vehicle. Um, you know, maybe uh, some sort of large. Um, a recreational vehicle size thing would have been perfect. Um, I, I wonder if there is something it's like still, that parked outside. It should be. <laughs> so we did not there, hear that vehicle drive away. We we don't know that it's gone. Oh no. man, there was because there was so much. There was a lot yeah. of hullabaloo. There was a lot of commotion I, in the house yeah, okay. as he and as I, he I made a snap decision, like without sure. any I mean, thought really. To it just was probably a good call. Uh, so, hey, hey, another thing has anyone seen Boone around? Uh, where, where did he get off to? I I don't know. He helped mend my art, they, but wonderful, wonderful job there. You hear those crickets? They come out this time of night here in town. Uh, so they're quite large, and uh, but they're very seasoned. They come and they go. They come and they go. <laughs> they, 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 do, yes. they do. They do. They get very quiet and shy sometimes. So uh, 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 he mended my arm. I passed out, last I recall. And when I woke, he was not here. So I have no clue. Uh, interesting. Uh, so well, what, what do you think? Do, do you have, is there anything that you two need to need to take care of, or, or uh, do what do one or both of you want to accompany me to uh, to try and find the doctor? Oh, I can't leave Cully here. You can go. I'll just, I'll stay and see what he wants to do next. All right. Well, why don't we, why don't we uh, try and go down and talk to him? Okay. I'm sure he'd want to talk to you. No, 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 not me. I I meant, I meant you. (laughs) I, I will. I'm going to talk to Cully. I'm going to wait for him to come back up though. Oh, Okay. Uh, Maybe he needed some space. He's still down there. Maybe he's helping Rutherford. <laughs> All right, Bello, it's it's you and I. <laughs> so you didn't want to be alone with Bello. Just I any did. anyone? <laughs> Third? There's room. <laughs> anyone else? Anyone else want to go? She's gonna start dragging Richard's corpse out. <laughs> no, no, no. He's got it. <laughs> He's got it. You're fine, Bello. You stay here. <laughs> Everything's gonna go just fine, Brandy. He's gonna do well. weekend at Richard's with half a mandible <laughs> right. body. Staple something uh, onto his shoulders. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, let's 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 get to it, there, friend. Where are my keys at? Where are my keys? Uh, I, th- I think keys? I think I'll drive, Bello. Thank you. Uh, you you only have one arm there, remember? No, fair <laughs> point. I forget that every hour of this game that almost seems like a week's gone by. Yes. Uh, yeah. So why don't we why don't we do that? You are more than welcome to drive. I'll, I'll make my arm. Why, why, thank so you. are you going to see Doctor Gardner or to go to that special lab you mentioned? Well, I think we'll drive by the lab first and and see if it's empty. And if it's empty, then we can go in there because uh, I think that would be much safer. And we may even drive by the main lab to see uh, what the situation's like there. See if the fire's out. Uh, see if things have calmed down. If they've calmed down and everything's back to normal, then I can just go into my own lab. I know where everything is. I've got everything I would need. We're going to have ourselves an adventure, Franny. That's right. Oh, I, I, I cannot wait. Bring some snacks. Uh, um, Franny, so. Franny must have rolled a 98 on partner selection. 
Uh, but Franny, should, should we bring anything uh, uh, apparel-wise if I'm going to accompany you uh, to any of these labs, a uh, lab coat or something of that sort? Yeah, you might want to uh, uh, dress up a little bit. Um, you know, maybe put a sling on your arm, uh, cover that up because that, that's a little gross. Um, <laughs> that might cause some attention. Uh, and, sure. and hopefully no one recognizes you. So uh, uh, maybe a hat, uh, some, some glasses. This sounds, <laughs> this sounds wonderful. I will do all of the above. We'll get ourselves a pair of reading glasses that I'll have, you know, tucked down just a little bit past uh, my eyes so I can look over them and uh, a hat and uh, something of Richard's, you know, and uh, dress myself up a little bit. Uh, clean I think off that any. would look really nice on you, Bella. Wouldn't that look just splendid? Uh, you don't have uh, to have a chicken outfit or anything. Like is, is it a white hat in a, in a white blazer? And, that's right. And a, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's what he was wearing. He was wearing an all white suit. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's really? Yes. I did not you pick up that. on that. I did not pick up no, on that. No, no, we don't have great. to wear the same. I probably wear something different. So I'll see if Richard has anything and we can switch it to that. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, make our way over. That sounds wonderful. All right. So, so we'll do that. Well, how did you get so bloody? Who? Me? me? Bellow. <laughs> Bello. You know, that's like ancient history. That's at least like four or five, six, maybe eight episodes ago. So we don't need to rehash whole history here. But uh, you so. You just came back to the chicken mobile and you were all your ear and you never but, told us what happened. <laughs> Good point. In fact, Forgot I about believe, the ear. <laughs> in fact, I believe. Oh, God. Portalini ear. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you just see a little steam coming out of my ear, a little whistling sound, and I uh, and I go, well, uh, I mean, I, and I, as I'm talking to you, I realize, and I feel that in my pocket, is the gun still there, Keeper? I don't think anybody removed that from my possession. Right? Oh yeah, no, you there. still have the gun. Oh, and so I go, oh, that's right, I forgot to tell you all a bunch of good news, and I pull out uh, the uh, the inventory logs or the scheduling logs that I took notes on, mm-hmm. uh, as well as the accounting pages. Of the, it's like the Duffer Brothers. <laughs> no, that's that's strange. That's, yep, uh, yep. that's a few pages uh, back. Yep, the other show. Uh, whatever the 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 the, the accounting uh, firm papers were that I took this middle pages from uh, that I could not interpret. I believe I have it right here. It was the Brady Brothers. Brady, bro- Brady Brothers. And, uh, Brothers and different show with the Government Lab. Yep. Good point. Dot. Uh, you called Wagoneer Farms. Oh, yeah, it caused some havoc And you there. took the schedule of deliveries from the director's office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll bring those out and I say, Franny, Franny, have you, uh, do you know about numbers? Uh, my my brother, Bruto, used to do all the numbers in the books, or still does. I don't know why I use past tense. That's not, that's, 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 <laughs> that's a bad omen. It's a bad that's omen. a bad omen. That's a very bad omen. And I'll say, uh, uh, but I found your these brother's ex- al- alive. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I presume so. Unless you know. Apparently. I, anyways, we're just gonna move right past that slip up. Uh, and uh, so, uh, found these pages here uh, within the director's office, and they just look odd to me. Uh, sort of frequent visits from these brothers. I, I don't know. Does this does this make any sense to you? Is anything uh, unusual here, uh, Franny? Well, why don't why don't I take a look here? I'll I'll, I'll sit down and and uh, run some numbers a little bit while while you go and get changed. That sounds fantastic. So I'll go get changed and I'll and, and get cleaned the, up a little bit. And I'll and I'll oh should I tell them I got a gun? Should I tell them? Oh, Said that out loud? No, I'm just looking down. <laughs> he said it in the character voice. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he's saying that in his head. But I still want to know how did you lose your ear? Thank God. Oh, uh, well, so, Joe, Joe, this I mean, great. but Joe, you were there. 
I no, we didn't see. see. You told we us we couldn't see. Saw, we just saw a bundle of people. We uh, didn't know Bella was in the bundle. Yeah. We don't know anything <laughs> oh, okay. about the woman dying. Yeah, we know nothing. Oh, yeah, of that. That, that of sure, for <sighs> sure. But it wouldn't, I, you would have to assume, I think you would, you would have seen the large crowd moving and him coming from it. So I think you yeah, would at my, least my, know he was trampled to some degree. Yeah, that was when we saw him. He was already on his foot and very injured on his feet. Probably both <laughs> on my them. foot. Just on my single more, foot. More foreshadowing. Foot. It's more foreshadowing there. More um, foreshadowing. <laughs> and I think that it's totally I like this. Let's let's slowly. That <laughs> Joe would want to know what happened in this moment uh, of yeah, uh, kind of relative peace when she's realizing that she doesn't know. So oh yeah, I'm not questioning. I'm not questioning the line of inquiry. I'm just saying you would have like at least some base of knowledge that he probably got. I mean, because y'all drove him back from there, so I, I'm just saying you. Would I have mean, at we least know a... he got injured in the facility, but we don't yeah, know yeah. what happened. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, I yeah, say, yeah. I say, I Joe, Joe, it I was... follow what you're putting down, Joe. You, you go at Bella. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. That's that's fine. I know how to handle this. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> do not know, punch I... her. <laughs> I hit stop that. <laughs> you know, it's not. That, <laughs> we don't know anything about that. We don't know anything about that. It's uh, unbelievable. Other uh, than so, it seems like the kind of thing Bella would do. You know, that is just wild mischaracterization. Uh, totally there accurate. A, there was a particular trigger where, where, where in that the moment. Where does wild mischaracterization come wild from? I don't understand the wild. I, the mis Maybe mischaracter, but wild? Wild? Really? Why are we belaboring this? We don't need to do that no more. So I, I stepped, you know, I got these uh, wonderful papers here and uh, constructed a, uh, you know, a conversation with the uh, owners of uh, the... Uh, the, uh, the uh, food uh, supply chain infrastructure there at the base. And on my way out, uh, there was a, uh, a, a, a large crowd had formed uh, to look at this horrific fire that was uh, conflagrating and engulfing the campus. I mean, it was just this massive fire. And I can't understand. So you looked at the fire? Yeah, what happened with this very large and impressive it, fire? It I was... don't know. What happened there? That was just horrible. Oh. So much destruction. And then in that process, uh, I was trying to Sometimes converse. Sometimes fires spread and you just can't do anything about it. You know, mistakes happen. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and and so uh, this explosion then suddenly occurred as I was conversing with this very lovely woman. Uh, she was just a wonderful per person. And, uh, uh, and that created a was. huge, huge uh, uh, boom and uh, knocked uh, us down onto the ground, at which point there was a stampede. People were rushing. It was like a, a cattle uh, was spooked. And uh, I got trampled. Uh, my arm got all torn asunder and broken. My head got scraped across that oh asphalt. Uh, so they just ran over you and didn't even care? No, they cared so little for little Bolay. I, I, you know what? I think at this point, maybe I won't even supply them with chicken. I mean, it's just such a disgrace. And uh, by the time Bolay? I, Bo little Bolay, I just combine those two. That's yeah, little Bolay. <laughs> little Bolay. That's what my mama used to oh, call that's me. That's foreshadowing. Too. There's gonna <laughs> yeah. be a little Bolay in the future. <laughs> Not, not in this the campaign. There sure is hell <laughs> not. I'm, ju I'm just wondering if you thought you were going to get away with mispronouncing your own name. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, and then when I when I when I came to there, Joe, you know, I opened my eyes 
And uh, as the dust was settling, I looked over and this this wonderful woman I was speaking to, she was trampled. And I went over and I checked, and I got to tell you, she was not breathing. Uh, she 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 uh she did not make it. I I do not think, which is a a, a horrible feature. Uh, and and that all came from this this fire. Uh, how were you the only two that got trampled? Were you just like, Hello? what did I can't understand how people could do that? It was a huge explosion, and we just got knocked over in the process. And uh, just was, you and this really nice lady. Uh, no, a number of people. I, you know, I don't know. I think got <laughs> you knocked even down. mentioned the lady. You didn't have to mention the lady, <laughs> and then you told a lie that the cops are gonna. Oh, Bella. So, so, so I want to I want to interject here for a second yeah. because so uh, Joe, you've been lied to a lot in your youth, and you're and- used to it. And I'm listening to this conversation too. I mean, I, I'm I'm still right there. Yeah. So, Joe, I think let's start off. I this isn't so much psychology as just your intelligence. Uh, you can roll on either one, whichever is there, one. Is there you a bullshit feel. meter? Stat? Yeah. Yeah. You can roll on your bullshit meter. Yeah, basically, it's, it's your choice. Bellometer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'd love to roll on my intelligence. Oh. <laughs> but I'll tell you, the the conversation's gonna go pretty much as it is because. Joe doesn't get mad. Joe right. Just... No. And I know Joe doesn't call. I, I don't expect that. Keeps but... poking. Yeah. But, but if she you want to know. Stay out yeah. of things and stay, yeah. you know. I get that. I get that. Um, I mean, that's a regular success. Yeah. So you know that Bello, you know that you know enough to that Bello. You want is... an anti-roll Bello? Well, I just, like should, I pers- should I persuade? I think that might come into play. Am I wrong here? Well, I don't think this is going to lead to a massive confrontation here. This is for Joe's own kind of. Okay, okay, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. Yeah. I'll give it to him. Go right ahead, yeah. Joe. So, so Joe, you know that something's off with Bellow's lines, right? Mm-hmm. You know that, that this is probably the like gist of what he mentioned the woman. Yeah, but and that I, she's the only one that died. Yeah, uh, and and you've like I said, you've been lied to a lot, so it's not. But y'all continue on. Um, okay. If you'd like a shovel, I'll, I'll be happy to give you one bellow to keep on digging here. Uh, wow, and so- you thought this was going to bite you in the ass tomorrow oh. night, but it might just. <laughs> so, Franny, if you want to, Franny, if you want to do the psych roll from your end. Uh, actually, uh, I think Franny would probably be distracted um, by other details of what Bello just said and not so much on the woman. Um it, Bella, could could you tell? You said there was an explosion. Uh, what building was that in? Can you tell me where that came from? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I will. So I would explain. I I don't recall the exact layout. There. Right. Like yeah. North of where we are, northeast, something like that, mm-hmm. but fairly close. Um, well, he's it, you're gonna know that you were in the cafeteria area right, and right, the offices, right. and you're gonna be able to describe where that explosion was in relation. And, and I would to do that. so. I would do so. I will not do it justice here. Uh, bullshitting my way through this but uh i was by i was in the cafeteria it was near the cafeteria if that helps and you know yada 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 it was this big building uh it looked like there was some sort of construction going on and uh when i was inside suddenly we heard alarms go off and then i would say i don't know five ten twenty minutes later uh suddenly that fire just 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 grew uh almost as if it was uh, some sort of accelerant a part of it it was just far too quick yeah, you certainly want why I went British with right? <laughs> Sorry, that was certainly that went deep. You certainly wouldn't want to bullshit something uh, of that significance. Um, so, uh, Keeper, would I recognize the building that he is talking about and 
part two of that question, would I know if there should be something that would explode in that building or if that was unusual? Okay, so you know that the place he's talking about was under construction, and okay. that was, and that's not kind of bizarre. There's been construction going on in various parts of the facilities ever since you've been there, right? Mm -hmm. This lab keeps growing and expanding, and obviously the government's injecting massive funds because the rate of acceleration is quite high. Mm -hmm. In terms of something that would make it explode. You're aware of all the building materials that are in use and that uh, that part seems off to you, right? Okay. Something that would accelerate the fire to that degree. So in your mind, uh, what, what do you have there? Medical, you have biology. What do you, uh, what definitely you have biology, yeah. 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 Bi biology and actually chemistry are my two big things okay no, roll on wayne one and of i those. probably should have discussed that before making our characters but you know that's fine. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, two chemists <laughs> right, yeah. two chemists one sandbox every party right. needs two chemists there you Why go probably will uh nope, so fighters that would be um a hard success regardless of, of whether it's chemistry or biology you're really? so good at rolling on the things that are just like inconsequential you know, yes yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah. in, in that case where your mind goes is that you're thinking that there was probably a heavy oxygen supply somewhere near there mm -hmm. uh that those are the things in the labs that would be most likely to explode and um but for the type of explosion that you see on the horizon and what you're hearing from them um, this must have been quite the significant supply, like that possibly in your mind might have been a surgical center. Okay. Um, and uh, last and, thing. And again, like there's nothing here, Franny, that's going to raise red flags for you okay. because there's all kinds of shit going on that nobody knows what's going on in various parts of the building. Mm -hmm. um, but you're just kind of making a mental note that, oh, hmm, okay. If, you know, this could easily have been. Uh, a surgical center. Okay. But given, you know, given how I'm starting to doubt um, what's going on in the lab based on what happened with Richard, uh, I'm starting to be suspicious of things like that. So um, uh, the last question here, uh, given the proximity of the fire and the explosion, do I suspect that my lab would be, uh, you know, part of an evacuation or any sort of investigation around that fire, or is it far enough away that I feel like it's going to be think, in the other part of the facility and I'd be fine to go to my lab? Yeah, I think you're going to assume that probably at this point, this was hours ago, and that your lab may have been, you know, evacuated but given the level of clearance to that lab that probably it, it, and the distance that as long as there were no kind of chain explosions or residual action that you're fine to re you know and return there at some point okay then that's going to be my first place to go is, is okay. my lab uh, so I, I'll just wrap by saying uh, you know but uh, uh, Joe you know it, it occurs to me I know when I went in that we talked about creating some sort of diversion for uh, the rest of the group. Do you know, uh, uh, was, 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 was anything, uh, uh, did you see anything as you guys were out in the car related to uh, or prior to this fire, this conflagration occurring? Well, Bello, I thought you were the diversion. I mean, I was a, I was a. Uh, Wasn't that I, the plan? 
I was a a diversion, but I wanted to make sure that we had no other uh 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 uh, uh, uh subordinating so uh, uh, humana, 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 uh, subordinating plans or uh misdirections. Bello, I'm just so worried that that woman died. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see us. I see us. It's a little. Wait, but she worked there, right? You said you talked to her. Um, I was talking with her outside. Uh, uh, and you were outside with other people that work there. Wait, wait. Yes. What was what was her name, Bella? And, uh, Bradford. Her name was Miss Bradford. Do I do I know Miss Bradford? She was the woman you were supposed to meet with in the first place. It, she was. But did you, did you go to your meeting? I, uh, well, I had a distraction. You see, there was a... Uh, boy, ah, this... there's, there's a distraction. <laughs> mm, just digging this hole. Uh, and so I, I, I will recount to you in the... I will recount to you the broad strokes of the detailed conversation I had with the gentleman before her. Uh, uh, regarding my, my my brokerage of some sort of deal uh, for the chicken, uh, for the plant. This is will... Bellow's uh, achievement, so you know that he's earned the golden shovel of deep shit. <laughs> um, but I will I will leave out the details about uh, ruining the boy's Christmas. Sure. Uh, and... <laughs> I don't know why you'd leave so that part out. And I would say... I would co-workers say, who knew her trampled her it's a it's a tragedy it's a tragedy and, and I was left just, yep. her well they, they all were headed towards the gates as the fire was encroaching at which point i stumbled my way out uh and uh then you found me uh and so uh, i presume uh maybe maybe they found her at some point thereafter but it is just uh, too unfortunate how do you know she was dead well, i checked unconscious i checked for a what pulse if- what if she died because they didn't help her? Well, I checked for a pulse. I checked for a pulse, and uh, there was no pulse. And uh, she appears to have expired prior to them them not helping. So I can't incredible, put the blame. Incredible presence of mind to have your arm completely shattered, your ear torn off, and still be, no, that's admirable, still be concerned about the woman who may or may not have been punched in the throat. There's, yeah, I don't There's even no know why I said that. that. I don't even know why um, I said that. So as I'm observing this conversation, am I picking up on weirdness with either Bellow's <laughs> discomfort or Joe's uh, skepticism? Am I picking or up on any of that? totally fair Bellow's questions about the fire. I mean, just to Yeah, fair. that's true too. Yeah, I, I think that you can make an intelligence role, but I, I think knowing how hard you were trying to win Joe's trust back earlier, that you're picking up on oh. what she's putting down at Bellow. Uh, that's an extreme success on, on the intelligence role. Yeah, so you're you're right in line then with what Joe... <laughs> it, you're feeling Joe's vibe on Bellow and really into... Hmm, this might be an opportunity for you to kind of restore some of your relationship with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Bello, uh, are, there, are, there, are there any details that you're leaving out of this? <laughs> it seems, it seems As, odd that it, uh, did they leave you there 
when when they left, none, none of the none of the MPs came by to uh, to shoo you away, or or to administer first aid. You mean from inside the uh, offices? Well, see, I see. No, it. no, no. I, right. I mean right. from from I... outside when, when when both of you fell down and then got both of you got trampled. Everyone yeah. left. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what happened after that? Did anyone come to to assist you? Uh, you know, there there are folks, there are soldiers there who who are there to 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 assist, and and I would think that they would be shooing people away from any danger and in assisting those who who may may be hurt. Yeah, they very well might have been there, Franny. I mean, that's a good point. I did see some NPs, but you got to imagine there was a very large explosion that knocked folks on there, took us, uh, followed by uh, an actual stampede of people uh, to the point where they trampled over us. I mean, I, I they were just a, it was a mass panic. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, we just, uh, you know, I, I, maybe they, they did go by afterwards. I did see some NPs. So it's possible she is alive. And my medical prowess is uh, uh, is that of a, a, a novel uh, 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 youth. I, that's a weird. Maybe mess. when you go back to the facility, okay. you could check on her. Yes, I, I don't. I don't think that's we, a good we, idea. We probably should not be asking any questions about her. You see, she if she's dead, that might be suspicious. And I think it would be why, better. Why off. would it be suspicious, suspicious to why? ask about someone who was trampled with you? Because how would you possibly know that unless you were there when you should not have? So been? you think somebody? But, but would you should have been you there for being trampled. I, just, I mean, maybe you could find the people that trampled you. Did you see any faces? Could you give descriptions? This yes, is that, that, that's, that's an assault. Let me paint you a fresco of what happened. But I, I so, don't understand. Uh, but Bella, you're saying it would be suspicious, but you were supposed to be there. You had a meeting with that woman, actually. Right. And so if somebody... So it would make sense out- that you were there with her evacuating and then got trampled so why would it be suspicious that you were checking on her you you were supposed to be meeting with her well fair point but i think anytime there's a death on a on a government campus and there was a stranger visiting that day somebody may ask questions that are going to be accusatory or at least uncomfortable and so i think it would be prudent for us not to divert any attention to this horrible manner uh and at this point keep i will say mm-hmm. I am like, I see Miss Bradford, like with her arms crossed. I'm like having these like bad hallucinations. And she's just like staring me down, giving me the like, I like you motherfucker. And, 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 you know, and just sort of tapping her toe, you know, and, uh, and, you know, maybe her head's like halfway off, like nearly head in a stick or something like that. Who knows? Uh, but that's, that's what I'm, I'm now getting as I'm getting more and more stressed. Sure. Make mm-hmm. a sand roll on that. And Joe, you can make an intelligence roll for me. And I, I just want to let y'all know as the keeper, I'm far in, enjoying this far more than I should be. I really am. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, what I, I, I see you over there stirring pots. Yeah. I got, oh, I got a three. I got a three. So Whoa. Okay. All right. Wow. So just so a you're, regular you're, success for me. Okay. I am a this is apparently is very, very common for Bella. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say maybe this is starting to be maybe Bella's used to kind of dealing with these apparitions. Uh Joe, I, I just taking a moment to point out that uh you're recognizing that Franny's working with you on this mm-hmm. and um you're feeling kind of a, a connection or kinship just based on how well she's supporting you in this. Not so quite direct, but direct uh, interaction with Bello here. Oh, that's great. That's and, good for and, my relationship with Franny. Yeah, yeah. Not so much Bello. 
yeah. The keeper giveth and the keeper taketh. <laughs> um, and I saw, so, so that's 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 uh, that's yeah, that's most of what happened. All right, so we will uh, we'll probably end here with uh, Bello digging a deep, deep, <laughs> deep hole for himself. And uh, is there anything anybody else wants to do uh, at the conclusion of this? Cully, no, is there? I mean, the only thing I'd say is it, if that it seems like that took a while. Yeah. So maybe Rutherford would have had time to finish everything in the dark room as they're finishing their grilling of Poulet. Yeah. So then we can maybe come back together. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. So Rutherford, as you you finish this piece of film mm -hmm. and you get it all kind of fixed on there and you run out into Cully's room, right? Cully, you've been kind of wringing your hands with anticipation <clears throat> and this whole process has taken not too long, probably like half an hour or so. And uh, Rutherford, you race out and like the, the, the film is still dripping water, right? Mm -hmm. You just want to, you want to see it in the light and it's tiny, mind you, it's, you know, it's smaller than a piece of 35 millimeter film. But as you hold it up to the light, mm -hmm. you're definitely you can see a face in the film Ooh. and you want to uh, you're, you're going to have to develop it further. Right. You're going to have to project it onto paper so that it's not a negative, but uh, you're certain you have a face. And I think that's a great little cliffhanger to. That's end wonderful. Nice. Kakali, we, we have a face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that's where we're going to call it for this episode. Thank you for being with us. Uh, until next time, you can find us at underthelibrary.com, on Instagram, under the library, Twitter, under the LIB, on YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So for me, Michael, for Emily, Scott, Chris, Rick, and Wayne. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time. I'm just wondering if you thought you were going to get away with mispronouncing your own name. I was a, a diversion, but I wanted to make sure that we had no other subordinating subordinating plans. So you know that he's earned the golden shovel of deep shit.